Hello, PASS members. Welcome to the PASS Weekly Update Podcast. My name is Kim. I'm a community pharmacist practicing in Saskatoon, and I often find myself wishing that my emails would read themselves. Unfortunately, no one is planning to read mine to me, but I am going to read your emails to you. So sit back, relax, perform some much-needed self-care. Maybe you are in the mood to draw yourself a bubble bath. Maybe I'll take one too. No one will ever know. This week we're talking about the past weekly update that came out on March 19th, 2021. As a quick summary to today's email, I can see that there's a pretty juicy document on top that's going to give us more information about what is known, what is nebulous, what is predicted for the immunization program we're going to be running in our Saskatchewan pharmacies regarding COVID-19 vaccines. Before we dive into the past weekly update from March 19th, 2021, I wanted to do a quick update on some statements I made in the March 5th, 21 episode. You may recall that from that episode, I was just getting familiarized with these Saskatchewan health training modules regarding the vaccine-specific education. I thought it was going to be real smart and just take the AstraZeneca Covishield Johnson & Johnson Janssen modules to kind of hedge my bets based on storage and handling of the vaccines. However, I quickly learned before you can take that module, they recommend you first take base learning for COVID-19 immunizations, including Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. And prior to taking that course, they recommend you first take a refresher on anaphylaxis identification and initial treatments. So even though it looks like you only need one course at first glance, you truly need to take at least three. Okay, I've got my email pulled up. This is the past weekly update from March 19th, 2021. There are several links for our reading enjoyment. The first one that is coming up here is called Pass COVID-19, what we know. So let's open up that document. It's a five-pager, but I think it's all important. So let's just read through the whole thing together. COVID-19 immunization in Saskatchewan pharmacies. The COVID-19 immunization program is an unprecedented event that is being developed by the minute by numerous agencies at the local, provincial, and federal level. There are many moving parts and information changes frequently until the best scenario at the time has been agreed upon. PASS is committed to provide you with as much confirmed information as possible during this time. We aren't always able to communicate everything we know on a given day as details change rapidly. As a result, we will try to provide as much information as possible by noting below the details that we know as well as those that we partially know and don't know so that you can be prepared to receive that information or know that we are working on it. We will continue to add to this document over time so that you can have a reliable place to come and have information at a glance. If you would like us to add anything else, please let us know and we will include it as it pertains to the amount of info we know at the moment. As of March 19th, 2021, here is what we know specific to pharmacy. It is mandatory for pharmacists planning on administering COVID-19 immunizations to have valid and completed training of each of the following. SCPP mandatory training to administer COVID-19 immunizations Advanced Method Certification, First Aid, CPR with AED. SASC Health Authority Mandatory Training to Administer COVID-19 Immunizations, which are vaccine-specific modules of the vaccine brand that you will be administering in your pharmacy. This involves base learning for COVID-19 immunizations, including Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Supplemental immunization learning for COVID-19, including AstraZeneca Covishield and Johnson & Johnson Janssen. There's a link that you can find both training modules at. The type of vaccine each pharmacy will be provided with is still to be determined, so you may wish to take training for all vaccine types. 
Training is being updated frequently. As a result, the modules will not appear on the website at the moment they're being updated. Pharmacists will be required to take education related to vaccine hesitancy unless they took the EPIC immunization training December 2020 or after. Stay tuned for that training information. So they don't know what this is going to look like yet, but we need to just keep our eyes peeled and our ears open and take it once it is announced to us. For student, technician, and retired pharmacist COVID-19 immunization injectors, SCPP is working with the Ministry of Health, SCPP Council, and other stakeholders to create emergency bylaws to support additional immunizers, including extended interns, pharmacy students, pharmacy technicians, and retired pharmacists. Injection training for students and technicians is available right now, and there's a link where they can find that information. All trained injectors are also required to take product-specific training, in addition to any further training determined by the Ministry of Health and Sask Health Authority. They are also referencing here the March 2021 SCOPE newsletter that came out. There was quite a bit of details in the SCOPE newsletter, so I would recommend you check it out if you are interested in learning more about different immunizers that may be able to give COVID vaccines while we're in need of additional immunizers. Regarding pharmacists getting their COVID immunizations for themselves, it says pharmacists with valid AMC training received proof of COVID-19 immunization eligibility email from SCPP on March 17th, 21. If you receive this notification letter, you are able to call 1-833-SASK-VAX to set up an immunization appointment date if you intend on being an immunizing injector. I got my appointment coming up for March 28th and I'm looking forward to it. Pharmacists and other immunizers, extended pharmacy interns, pharmacy students, pharmacy technicians that are in the process of completing their AMC-specific training or will be taking it in the future to administer vaccines will be provided details on COVID-19 immunization eligibility based on their completion date. Unfortunately, the above pertains to only the healthcare workers administering COVID vaccines as per Phase 1. Sask Health Authority pharmacists and other pharmacy staff members that are not vaccinating are not included in this priority group and will be called upon based on the vaccination rollout schedule. Registering your pharmacy. You must register your pharmacy and be compliant with all the requirements as per the Ministry of Health to be eligible to administer COVID vaccines. The details are listed below. There's links to a web page from the SAS drug plan as well as the forms you need. So there's the registration letter linked here, vaccine application form, reminder for refrigerator vaccine storage and handling checklist, as well as a frozen vaccine storage and handling checklist. Here it says, for questions regarding registering your pharmacy for the COVID immunization program, contact Wayne Stewart or Joy Bimji, and it gives both their email addresses and it appears to be some phone numbers as well. There is a survey for pharmacy managers to complete, and there's a link to that survey in this document. And now we have some information to explore regarding the Sask Health Authority patient booking system. The booking system is now operational via online and telephone bookings and will continue to progress through age groups in descending order. Patients are being asked to first book online. If they are not able to, they can call the, the call center, which is operating 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. seven days a week and can be accessed by calling 1-833-SASK-VAX. There is also a patient handout linked here. Oh, that sounds handy. Injection administration fees. The COVID-19 immunization administration fee of $20 has been negotiated by PASS for each injection that will be provided during pandemic conditions. 
Communications, including bulletins and policies, are being developed by the Drug Plan and Extended Benefits Branch. Documents will be posted on the online formulary page, and PASS will specifically note them here when they are finalized. Regarding administration of COVID-19 immunizations in alternate locations, pharmacists are permitted to provide COVID immunizations in alternate locations, for example, drive through clinics. Please read the requirements and provide a completed registration form as below. So they do list here a link to the requirements and considerations for pharmacist administration of publicly funded COVID vaccines in alternate locations, as well as an alternate locations registration form. There is a note here. It says, please note alternate location and off-site location details and requirements are different. So take note of that. PASS Communications. PASS will continue to provide weekly and targeted COVID-19 information to PASS members as needed. PASS will continue adding to this document as a quick reference sheet when more info becomes available. PASS is planning to offer a webinar to all pharmacists, students, technicians, and assistants about the immunization program in Saskatchewan Community Pharmacies on March 29th. It's going to run from 7 to 8.30 p.m. The webinar is being offered for free without registration and to all pharmacy team members, regardless of membership status. There's a link here that we can share with all of our colleagues. Awesome. So I'm going to click on that right now. This is, oh, it's for a Zoom meeting. Okay, so maybe I won't click on it right now because I'll be waiting for many days until the host starts the webinar. But you know where to find it now. It's a Zoom meeting. And again, that date is going to be March 29th in the evening. They say 7 to 8.30 p.m. And once again, the link for this is in the document from March 19th, 2021, past weekly update entitled Past COVID-19, What We Know, COVID Immunization in Saskatchewan Pharmacies. So that encompasses the information that we know to be a fact at this time. Next, we're moving on to what we have partial information about. The Drug Plan and Extended Benefits Branch is in the process of developing program policies for the COVID-19 immunization plan, as well as payment details with registered Saskatchewan pharmacies. So we'll have to stay tuned for more details. Pharmacies are being asked to determine and administer their own patient booking requirements and systems as per their location needs. Although offering a waitlist to patients is not prohibited, details of when immunizations will be available based on age and health condition has not been finalized, so don't make any promises at this point in time. Administration of COVID immunizations in off-site locations. So pharmacists are permitted to administer COVID immunizations in off-site locations, i.e. patients' home, personal care homes, etc. This will be done similar to the influenza immunization program, and registration is not required for off-site locations. However, you must contact public health should you plan on offering these services. More details will be provided in the near future from the drug plan. Please note alternate location and off-site location are different once again. Regarding documentation, pharmacists will be required to document details of all COVID immunizations as per SCPP and drug plan program requirements. There will be four areas of screening or documentation required. Number one, we need to do a screening. Obviously, we want that for ourselves as well. Number two, SCPP injection requirements. Number three, new healthcare worker screening and documentation. It will be required to record and report on the administration of COVID-19 immunization to categorized healthcare workers, details pending. I honestly have no idea what that means, so we will have to stay tuned and see what develops with time. 
Number four, new vaccine doses. It will be required to report on the number of COVID-19 vaccine doses received and provided on a daily basis to a central repository. Details are pending. Pharmacists may create their own form or they may use the MedSask CPDPP form being created that will be compliant with all program requirements, which will be available in the coming days. Regarding adjudication, COVID immunizations will need to be adjudicated within the online drug plan system and adjudication details will be provided from the Drug Plan Extended Benefits Branch in coming days. Vaccine supplies, a provision of injection supplies, needles, syringes, alcohol swabs, bandages, and sharps containers will be provided to Sask pharmacies for the administration of COVID immunizations from the supply procured by the federal government. We do not know how or when these supplies will be provided to you just yet, but we have been told every pharmacy will have access to these supplies. Stay tuned for more details. It will be mandatory to provide proof of COVID immunization to a patient via Ministry of Health supplied wallet cards. Stay tuned for details. The Ministry of Health, along with feedback from PASS and SCPP, are developing FAQ sheet that will include details specific to pharmacist administration of the COVID vaccine in the near future, and it will be updated over time as more info is confirmed. Sask Health Authority has also created a list of Q&A specific to phases and clinical details of the vaccines being offered in Saskatchewan. Oh, awesome. I'm clicking on that. There's a link right here. Let's see. This is 19 pages. It's a uh, COVID-19 vaccine delivery plan phase two. I'm not going to read you 19 pages of document, but that is available to you whenever you want to check it out. Uh, I'll read you the summary. It says, this document contains key messages and answers to commonly asked questions about COVID-19 vaccines and the Saskatchewan immunization plan. The info contained below has been approved for use in internal and external communications. Info on the document is updated regularly. If you not recently referenced this material, ensure that you have the most current version. Date found in footer of this page. So this one is from March 19th, 2021. So very recent. Just going back to our original document, it also says SCPP is creating an FAQ document that will be accessible to us shortly. We have kind of a nebulous update on the rapid COVID-19 tests that we've been hearing about. It says once legislative changes and distribution details are complete, you will be provided info on all elements of accessing and administering rapid COVID tests to asymptomatic employees and patients in exceptional circumstances. There's also an update here regarding public education. PASS is working with other healthcare agencies, SCPP, SMA, CPSS, SRNA, on a public education campaign to promote COVID immunizations to Saskatchewan public. A social media campaign will roll out in the coming weeks. So like, follow, subscribe, whatever. Keep your eyes on the prize. The provincial government, along with PASS and other healthcare agencies, are working on a campaign and education specific to healthcare workers to achieve an immunization rate of over 85%. Info will be provided in the near future. Several other provincial and federal agencies are in the process of developing public COVID-19 immunization awareness and educational campaigns that PASS will alert you on over time. And now, here is what we don't know specifically regarding the pharmacy immunization program. The start date. It has not been confirmed. It's subject to vaccine availability. Some pharmacists may be asked to provide immunizations in the case of a regional outbreak prior to the official start date of the program. That is good to know. Distribution of the vaccine. The vaccine will be distributed to pharmacies from wholesalers. We don't know if you will be required to order or if the vaccine will automatically be shipped to you. Supply is going to be based on your estimated administration capacity and vaccine availability. 
We don't know what kind of vaccine pharmacies will receive since it depends on vaccine supply. Different pharmacies may get different vaccines. Patients will be required to receive the same vaccine if a second immunization is required. That's a weird phrasing. I would assume a second immunization will be required. Pharmacists can check the eHealth viewer to determine previous vaccination records. An automated solution for immunizations to be captured in Panorama is being developed. However, the mechanism and resultant timing is still being determined. That will be amazing. That should have been in place ages ago. I don't know why we can't access Panorama. I think that is a big problem, so I'm glad it's being identified. Anyways, that brings us to the end of this particular PDF. I'm going to loop us back into our past weekly update email, March 19th, 21. Next up, we have a stakeholder update from Sask Health Authority. I am clicking on that. It is loading. Immunization campaign, five-minute message. Congrats to the Regina team for their amazing work setting up the drive-thru. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. If you want more details, there is additional information here. Scrolling through this PDF, it seems like there are a few human interest stories, which are heartwarming and very nice to see. However, I'm not going to read them to you. You can check them out if you want to. What I am going to read to you is this section here. It's called COVID-19, so many vaccine options. The world waited with anticipation throughout 2020 until we had an approved vaccine for COVID. Now, almost a year later, we have many vaccines that have been approved by Health Canada, including... Pfizer-BioNTech, Moderna, AstraZeneca Covishield, and Johnson & Johnson Janssen. There are similarities and differences between the vaccines, but the one thing we know is that all vaccines achieve the end goal of working toward community immunity and what is sometimes called herd immunity. What is herd immunity? Herd immunity is when a large portion of the population in an area is immune to a specific disease. If enough people are immune to a disease, then the virus or bacteria cannot flourish in that community. When the population reaches the point of collective or herd immunity, the disease is no longer likely to spread. This is where vaccines come into play. Vaccines have played a major role in limiting the severity of illness and controlling the spread of disease. As stated by the World Health Organization, safe and effective vaccines save lives by making disease rarer. Widespread immunity also serves to protect those who cannot be immunized, such as newborns, making immunizations important for you, your family, and your community. Whether it's Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Covishield, or the pending availability of Johnson & Johnson Janssen, vaccines are safe, approved by Health Canada, and they are a way forward to returning to life as we knew it before COVID-19. Don't hesitate, vaccinate. They have a section in the newsletter here called COVID-19 Vaccine versus Flu Vaccine. There are similarities and differences between the COVID vaccine and seasonal influenza vaccine. The fundamental principles apply to both. Both protect yourself and others around you and prevent you from becoming seriously ill. You cannot get COVID or influenza from the vaccine and severe reactions are rare. Health Canada reviews all vaccines for safety and efficacy. No vaccine will be provided unless it meets established standards. There are also some notable differences between COVID-19 and flu vaccines. COVID-19 and the flu are caused by different viruses. Precautions including masking, hand washing, and physical distancing are beneficial to stopping the spread of either the COVID-19 or flu virus. Each year, a new flu vaccine is created to target viruses expected to be more common that year. Manufacturers confirm with Health Canada the vaccine contains the World Health Organization's recommended strains for the Northern Hemisphere. 
To create a flu vaccine, the chosen flu viruses are incubated and rendered inactive before being incorporated into the vaccine, with the exception of a nasal spray that contains a live virus that's been weakened to prevent development of disease. The body then recognizes this inactivated or weakened live virus as foreign and responds by developing immunity. The COVID vaccines differ in that they're targeted specifically to the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. These vaccines introduce a spike protein that is found on the outside of the virus so your body can develop an immune response to that specific protein. The different vaccines may work in different ways, but the single most important thing to remember is that vaccines prevent or reduce severe illness and death. Getting immunized makes all the difference for yourself, your loved ones, and your community. Next up, we have dated March 16th, NASI, a summary of updated vaccine statements. So let's click on that. Okay, this has loaded up. It's as of March 16th, National Advisory Committee on Immunization Summary, an updated vaccine statement. And I'll read you the overview of the update. NACI has expanded its recommendation for the use of AstraZeneca vaccine to people over the age of 18, now including those 65 years of age and over. NACI has considered three recent real-world effectiveness studies to inform this change in recommendation. While all available vaccines in Canada are safe and effective, NACI still recommends that in the context of limited vaccine supply, initial doses of mRNA vaccines should be prioritized for those at highest risk of severe illness and death and highest risk of exposure to COVID. So that, I believe, would be the Pfizer-BioNTech or the Moderna vaccines. Well, that is awesome to know. I know especially we have a lot of patients that are voicing concerns about what type of vaccine they will be able to get. And so it is important for us to be aware of the facts of the matter so that we can discuss them with our patients in an intelligent and evidence-based way. Circling back to our email, we've got a happy reminder that this is the month of pharmacy appreciation, also known as PAM. There's a link here that you can watch a video from George Ferno, and he is the past chair thanking us for doing far more than ever before. As well, you can join the hashtag PAM 2021 celebration by sending your colleagues a thank you note or see the other thank you videos from the premier, past vice chair, past CEO, and professional director of practice by visiting the member page of the past website. And it says here, let's celebrate the amazing work pharmacy has and continues to do. There's also a link where you can check out the winners of the 2020 and 2021 Pass Patients Choice Award. Let's click on that. Okay, we've loaded up the page. Good work. Uh, sending out my congratulations to the 2020 winners of the Patients Choice Awards, including Jack Mullick, Debbie Apple Edgar, Don Robinson, Joan Cochran, Catherine Kennedy, Kim Cook, Sarah Kozusko, and Shannon Apple. Nice work, guys. That's awesome. It does say here, Patients' Choice Award winners of 2021 are still to be announced. All right, I've clicked back into the original email we were going through together. They've got a reminder here about the Advanced Harm Reduction and Opioid Agonist Therapy Standards. You can access a code to sign up for advanced training through PASS by clicking a link in this email. Speaking of continuing education, a PASS conference being announced here. It's called Resilience Stronger Together. Save the date for the PASS 2021 conference running from April 30th through May 1st. 
They've also nicely linked for us here the new NIHB Express Grip Spring newsletter from March 19th, so feel free to peruse that if it is relevant to your practice. Oh, this sounds good. So this is about that webinar they had mentioned in the previous document, a little bit of additional information. It says, PASS is inviting you to join us on March 29th, 2021 from 7 to 8.30 p.m. for a free Zoom webinar on COVID-19 immunization program in Saskatchewan pharmacies. The webinar is being offered by PASS to all pharmacy team members, regardless of membership status for this momentous program. PASS staff will be providing a presentation and be available to answer all questions relating to the rollout, along with representatives from the Ministry of Health. You don't have to sign up for this, but you do need to find this link. So click here to join the event March 29th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. This is the link once again in the past weekly update from March 19th, 2021. They do have also a nice little blurb about the CPHA COVID conversations. Those are webinars that CPHA has been putting out over the past year and a bit, and they have all kinds available. I've watched a few of them. There's a lot more that I'd like to watch when I have the time, but this one does sound pretty useful. It's called Preparing Your Pharmacy to Deliver COVID-19 Vaccinations, Tips from the Frontline. This will be taking place on March 24th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time for 90 minutes total. Oh, Myla is a featured panelist. Myla Bullock, Director of Professional Practice, Pharmacy Association of Sask. Also, Aaron Lowe, a community pharmacist of London Drugs in Alberta, and Kristen Watt, community pharmacist of Kirsten's Pharmacy in Ontario. The summary of what we can expect, it says, During the 2020-21 flu season, Canadian pharmacists rose to the challenge of safely and effectively delivering vaccines to their patients during the pandemic. As Canada moves into its next phase of COVID-19 vaccination, pharmacists are playing an integral part in the vaccine rollout. Join us March 24th, 21, from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So what will that be, Sask time? Let's find out. I googled that. 2 p.m. Eastern Time is 12 p.m. in Saskatchewan, so remember that there is a time difference. As our panel of community pharmacists from across the country share how they are preparing to vaccinate their patients against COVID-19, panelists will discuss their own preparations and will provide practical tips on managing patient volume and expectations, staffing workflow, and other considerations. Oh boy, I'm going to write that on my calendar right now because I would sure like some guidance on how we should be doing this or what other people have in mind for how to make this more manageable. The schedule for my workplace for April is crazy. There's like a regular schedule and then there's a second schedule that exists on top of it if we have vaccines available to administer. I kind of think of them as like coexisting parallel dimensions and I honestly don't fully understand how it's going to work, but time will tell. We're in this together, doing it for the better good. Got off on a tangent there, but I do see at the bottom of this page, there's a button that says register now. So I'm just going to do that and then I will get an email reminder and my life will be that much easier to organize. Currently registering for that webinar. Boom. All right. Thank you, technology. That is now saved to my calendar. Wednesday, March 24th, starting at 12 p.m. Sask time. Now let's take our sweet selves back into this pass email. Ooh, we are so close to the end. This is delightful. The last link I have to share with you is from NASI, and it is a webinar taking place on March 23rd. It's called NASI Guidance on the Use of AstraZeneca. 
They're probably going to share with us some burning information that we would love to know. All right, I clicked on the link for this one. It's from the Public Health Agency of Canada, Recommendations of the National Advisory Committee on Immunization on the Use of AstraZeneca Vaccine. Looks like it's scheduled to take place Tuesday, March 23rd, 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, one hour ahead of us. So this would make it 12.30 p.m. I do know that most of these you can register for and they'll send you like a recorded version you can watch later. So if you're interested, you can follow the link from the past weekly update dated March 19th of 21. About this event, the National Collaborating Center for Infectious Disease presents... Public Health Agency of Canada COVID-19 Vaccines Webinar for Healthcare Providers to Inform Healthcare and Vaccine Providers on the NACI Recommendations on the Use of AstraZeneca Vaccine. This webinar will be moderated with a live question and answer period. Presentation highlights include NACI Recommendations on the Use of AstraZeneca, describing the characteristics of this vaccine, outlining the clinical evidence for the vaccine, and summarizing the recommendations around the AstraZeneca vaccine. Some key information on handling and administering AstraZeneca vaccine. Cool. Well, that one sounds pretty useful. I think I'm going to register for that too, and hopefully they'll just send me a recorded link. All right, and they sent me a confirmation email, so that is in order for myself. With that, my friends, we have reached the end of the past weekly update email from March 19th, 2021. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye.